Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Pet questions, please, coming into us because Jane Pickett from the Island Wood Veterinary Hospital in Newmarket, part of the Mill Street Veterinary Group, joins me on this gorgeous uh, summer's day. Uh, good afternoon to you, Jane. Good afternoon, Patricia. And let's stay with the fine weather because somebody is saying, a, lis- a, a listener in the city says, uh, Patricia, would you and Jane please remind listeners to put out fresh bowls of water for the birds every day during the hot weather? That's an important thing to do, isn't it? Mm, absolutely. I think particularly if there's any periods of drought and although we may not be quite heading there yet, you know, water is in short supply um, and those little little wildlife, they'll be looking for little ponds. I suppose if we live in quite a rural area, but particularly in urban areas where there may not be a lot of free water, but there still may be wildlife adding a little safe bowl of water um, that's nice and clean and perhaps up high out of out of reach of cats or, or other predators would be a really helpful thing to help these little guys out in the hot weather. OK, Aaron in Clonakilty has been on and this kind of ties in with the, with the warm weather. A 14-year-old Labrador in really good health, uh, but is finding it hard to breathe in the heat. We keep him in the shade or in the kitchen as the tiles are cool and the sun doesn't hit the kitchen until later in the day. Should we be worried or is it just the heat? He's on a good uh, diet. She describes him as being a heavy dog, more than likely slightly overweight, but seems to be panting uh, a lot and out of breath. Yeah, so certainly in these spells of hot weather, we do see our older dogs and cats begin to struggle a little bit more when they may not do normally in our normal kind of climate here in Ireland where it's quite moderate. Certainly things like being overweight or having a very heavy hair coat can help to make them feel unwell as well because they have some extra insulation essentially. So that's a little bit of uh, extra heat retention they have going on. So they'll find it harder than their slimmer or less furry counterparts what i will say is that i suppose the basic advice in this situation sounds like you know this owner's doing a good job keeping that pet inside in the shade to help them out as much as possible 
and that's what we'd recommend so only short periods outside ideally not in the hottest three hours of the day from midday to three o'clock and you know they really need to be supervised at all times and make sure they have access to water and access to shade and keep a really close eye what i would always say in the situation is that you know every dog's tolerance for this is a little bit different and if we have an older dog that may be a little bit overweight their ability to get rid of heat is, is not going to be great compared to their younger slimmer counterparts I would say if you're in any concern about your pet's breathing, it's really worth ringing your vet and getting them booked in for a checkup. Although it's tempting in the hotter weather to blame a lot of things on it, and certainly not the common things are common. We're hot, so we pant a little bit more. It can cause problems like heat stroke. So if they overheat and that, as I say, can vary from dog to dog, the amount of exposure they'll need, they will begin to struggle with their breathing as they're really overheated. But also it's really important to think that it may just be a coincidence. So we have an older dog who thankfully sounds like they've been otherwise really healthy, but struggling to breathe, whether it's hot or cold weather, is a big red flag that it is really worth in this case checking in with your vet, getting your pet seen to to make sure that it is just the hot weather and that there's not something else going on, be it with the heart or the lungs that might, I suppose, should we wait until the hot weather blows over? we might miss out on a chance to be able to help them out. So I think in this situation, I'd advise that little pet is seen by the vet just for safety's sake to put everybody's mind at ease and then just make sure as long as there's nothing else going on, we try and keep them nice and cool as you are doing. Because I remember last year we had a, a very distressed uh, caller to the programme during that that heat wave that we had, mm. that amazing week where it went over 25 degrees for the five days and it was deemed a uh, heat wave. And they thought they were doing everything right. They had a young dog and they came home to find the dog had died from heat stroke. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, it, it can kill. It absolutely can. And it is devastating. I think the thing is, you really, you need to attack managing their heat control from all angles so manage their environment make sure they only have a very short period outside and they're supervised make sure they have access to shade fresh cold water is really helpful i really think even in certain light colored dogs for example and in cats that have kind of like low pigmented skin it's really important to think about sun cream in those guys as well. So pet safe sun cream is, is a really important thing. If you have a very light skinned pet that doesn't have a lot of hair cover or a cat with white ears, because that can cause a lot of burning problems as well. Really, what I'd say is you just need to be vigilant. I think the biggest killer in the case of heat stroke tends to not be dogs being left in ambient temperatures but it tends to be when they're left in something like a conservatory or next to a window with no shade, no cool area. And I suppose the biggest one of all, hot cars. So the temperature within a car can, in, in this weather, get up to absolutely scary, scary temperatures, even within five minutes. So if you're thinking about leaving your pet while you just pop into the shop or pop to the coffee shop to get a takeaway coffee, even that period of time is super dangerous. So please, please, please don't risk it. Make sure they're never left unattended in a hot car. OK, a 12-year-old Jack Russell who's developed some kind of a niche just under his front legs, almost in the armpits, scratching so much to the point of bleeding. It happened last summer again. Uh, could it be some kind of an allergy? And if so, what would the treatment be? Yeah, it could be an allergy, I suppose. So a lot of um, allergies are to things in the environment. Sometimes we know exactly what they are. They happen like clockwork and we know what they've been exposed to recently. But sometimes they can just be seasonal and it can be a little bit difficult to work out, particularly ones around this time of year where we have all of the pollens kind of coming out at once. 
if it happened this time last year and like clockwork it's happened again it could well be an allergy I'd say it's definitely worth speaking to your vet. There's lots of things that we can do to help pets out with allergies, minimize their itching and inflammation over those periods. It might just be that your need, your pet needs the help of a medication to get them through. What I will say, though, is if it's in the, the area, kind of in the armpits and over the front, they are the hot and sweaty areas. So it may just be worth considering that, well, it might not be an allergy. Is it because everything's a bit hot and sticky at the moment? And I think the important thing is we all have normal bacteria and yeast growing on our skin. And in normal times, everything kind of regulates itself, keeps itself at a normal level. But if suddenly we've got a burst of hot weather, we've got a hot and sticky dog. Well, hot and sticky conditions are like the party zone for bacteria and yeast. They love to grow and they love to set up skin infestations and infections. And they can be really hot and red and uncomfortable and itchy so it is worth bearing in mind that it might not be an allergy it might be something else and that equally would need treatment with either topical washes that would be kind of medicated from your vet or maybe even medications directed at the problem itself but the important thing in this situation is knowing the difference just from seeing how your pet is at home is virtually impossible what your vet will need to do is probably some testing on the skin to look at what's under the microscope. Well, is there any indication of infection or a yeast overgrowth that they need to treat? And then when that's excluded, they'll be able to discuss with you, well, is it an allergy? So it's one of those ones I wouldn't chance it and try and guess. This really needs the help of a vet who can do a little bit of work upon your pet's skin. Because there's nothing worse than, than an itch when you've got an itch yourself. Mm, it, it would drive you absolutely. cuckoo. Annette in Crosshaven, a three-year-old cat, started to sneeze and one left eye weeping. It's only happened last week or so. Any chance it could be hay fever? She wonders, do cats get hay fever or could it be something else? They can do in the sense that we can all kind of have I suppose, allergies to things in the environment, like like we were speaking with with the last case there. However, it is quite uncommon that it would manifest in that way with kind of a gunky eye and a runny nose. What's far more common to manifest in a cat with a gunky eye and a runny nose is cat flu. So there's a number of different viruses and bacteria that all kind of sit under the umbrella of cat flu. Now, it could just be that it's unlucky and it's ran into one of those and now it's got the signs. Now, in a lot of cases, those things will blow over when the, the cat's immune system will kick in. And like ourselves, if we get a cold or a flu, eventually will improve. But what I will say, though, is if it's lingering or if your pet seems in any way unwell in themselves otherwise, so if they're not quite themselves, a bit more lethargic, if they're you know, not really into eating their dinner as much as they would, or if you feel they're in any way struggling to breathe, you really need to visit your vet sooner rather than later because I suppose with cats, some some may have a really good immune system, but others may not. They may need the help of medications to help them clear that. So it's just important to err on the safe side. OK, and Damien uh, from Mallow, his dog Ollie is a mixed Jack Russell, a senior dog, 13 years of, of age, very obedient, always been an indoor dog, toilet trained uh, very quickly. Well, recently he started peeing inside. Is it something to worry about or is it just a bit of old age setting in or is it an act to get more attention? Damien is wondering. Mm. So I suppose I think unlikely to be an act to get more attention. Usually dogs don't like soiling their kind of, I suppose, their den, which is essentially your house. So they're usually quite protective of that. So they normally won't pee inside if they have previously been trained to do their business outside, unless they're either caught short, struggling with their mobility or a bit of kind of old age and senility has kicked in. So if it's just old age and forgetfulness, 
and that may be something moving forward we just kind of have to manage maybe using some puppy pads and things like that just to mop up the mess if it is that they've been caught short that could be for a number of reasons whether it be a, a kidney or a bladder infection that's giving them an increased urgency to pee so they're they're getting caught short before they can go out so that would really need a checkup by your vet maybe a urine sample to screen for that or really common in these older guys is if their mobility is not brilliant sometimes they'll be trying to get up to go out and they'll almost be avoiding it because they don't want to move because they're a bit uncomfortable and by ah. the time they really need to go they're caught short so get your vet to check on your pet's mobility and comfort too. all right okay listen good advice as always have a lovely week and we'll chat to you next thursday you too Thank thanks you. for that that is jane pickett of the islandwood veterinary hospital part of the mill street uh, veterinary group